about, I don't know, maybe a regular mesh jacket. So I might get, I might get the uh, Alpenstars mesh jacket and see. I don't know. What do you have in your own personal closet that's the closest to something mesh? Nothing? I have that old Revit mesh jacket, but I, that's just not worth mentioning because it's ancient. No, mm -hmm. I don't have mesh. I have the Galactic. I already reviewed that. Yeah, oh, that's hot. Leather. It is, but it's white leather. I've been wearing it. I've been wearing it for the past two summers. It's the only thing I have, and it, it actually works really good as a, as a summer jacket. If Does you, it still work in Philly? Because it's way hotter in Philly than it is in San Francisco. It is hotter. I mean, it is, but it's what I have, and it works. I have the cooling vest, too, that goes in it. I haven't had to use it yet, but um, it works. I could literally walk around with that cooling vest in my house today. It's hot. No, it's really hot in here, too. It's like 80 in our house. But, oh, well, welcome to episode 49. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Where we're discussing I, gear. I apologize for for not a proper introduction, because I think last week it was just very, didn't even really introduce ourselves. So, if this is your first time listening to us, uh, welcome to the Motorific Podcast. I am Joanne Don. And enjoying her dinner is Christy Farrell um, because it's, you know, 8 o'clock her time or 7 o'clock her time and it's 10 o'clock mine. So if you haven't listened to us before, uh, I used to live in San Francisco, San Francisco, so, you know, recording times were always the same and we were always on the same clock. But Christy's in Southern California and Los Angeles and now I am in Philadelphia. So we're just kind of on different times these days. But, um, so someone's usually eating whenever we record. <laughs> yeah, or I'm about to go Be to sleep. breakfast or... <laughs> yeah, yeah, or it's really early. So we, yeah, we're try, trying really hard to get our calendars synced so that we can bring you episodes every week. So um, thank you for listening. Um, this week's probably going to be a light week. We don't really have a lot going on, except that somebody went to a fancy party. And um, I haven't really done much except work. Um, working, just working, which I love. Certainly love what I do, and it's been a really great week. I actually, I think this week I have sold the most I have ever sold to anybody, ever. It was just a really wow. busy week. Yeah, it was crazy because Rachel, she's fuzzy galore on Twitter. She's actually really fun to follow. She has a great blog as well. Um, she sent a couple friends of her friends down. Uh, from Long Island, and they dropped by last week to visit, and they both ended up leaving with a couple of really great outfits. They each left with two-piece textiles and two-piece leathers, each of them. So she wow. left, yeah, she left in a Vika. She looked hot. Um, really? Cool. You know, that outfit just looks great on everybody. So she got herself a Vika, and he got himself some Dionysia leathers. And then, um, just this past week, uh, I sold a customer the top-of-the-line Ruka winter jacket. It's like their hardcore winter Gore-Tex pro shell, outlast lining, everything, yada, yada, the whole shebang jacket. It's $1,200. Pretty amazing jacket, though. It's like the ultimate. Just the jacket? Just the jacket. It's the Yeah, it's the ultimate winter coat. But what Ruka makes lasts forever. I mean, they use the best zippers, the best buttons, they, you know, they go all out on every inch of that jacket. Nothing is cheap. Nothing is, you know what I mean? Um, they just, 
they go crazy but it's it's supposed to be the ultimate winter coat and it's the ruka um gotta have all the summer ones in my head right now I'm trying to think what the name of the jacket was i'm totally blanking if you go to revzilla.com and just put in ruka jacket and sort by the most expensive one it's that one <laughs> um but uh yeah that 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 customer he bought that and and he walked also left with an awesome c3 pro Schubert helmet and some cd adventure boots which are fabulous wish i could fit into those um you mm. by the way you should get those because those fit those actually f can fit you because they go down yeah. to a 39 <clears throat> i contacted um which is awesome moto nation to see if there is somewhere i could try on like several i i think i put like well, the discovery rain and Adventure you could go Cortex to their and... offices they have a whole wall they could try on all of it sure we'll see what they <laughs> you know recommend for me but yeah I, I just i need to go to a place that will have the lower sizing because you know as we probably talked about on the podcast before um whenever you need a special order or something because uh, stores don't usually stock tiny men's feet um, they're committed to selling that product, so they're mm -hmm. not very receptive to people coming in and saying, can I get like a 39 in each of these and try this on because they'll have to commit to selling it. So, yeah. consequently, no one really wants to hook me up with a pair of boots, and the situation with mail order would get kind of dicey too because then I'd be ordering like six sets of boots from Revzilla and you don't really so, want to abuse the free return no. policy there. So. But this is why I work for Revzilla because we are awesome. And this is exactly what we do all day long is we talk to you and you tell us, you know, I don't know what I need. I, I wish I could try all these on, but I can't. So if you can't try all them, all of them on, then I can, you know, certainly get you some ideas and just thinking about what you might be getting into. Um, I would certainly recommend the Adventures only because I personally think the CD Adventure boot is the quintessential dual sport boot. It's the best one. I, I think it does a better job than anyone else in the dual sport world. Not the off-road, not the road, not the road, you know, uh, excuse me, motocross. We're not talking about full off-road racing and riding. Sure. We're talking about strictly 50-50. That Adventure boot knocks everybody out of the park um just given what they you know what they have for protection um the way it's put together it's just awesome it's such a great boot the only downside to those boots in my opinion for women um if you're lucky enough to fit into the smaller size which i believe is 39 bottom mm -hmm. nine eight on and some half, of them eight and a half is that cds oh it's 40 so that's actually going to put you into the nine ladies nine more like nine and a half so that may not even work for you some of them go down to 39 some of them go down to four, uh some of them right. 40. i'm talking specifically about the adventure boots yeah the cd ones the adventure gore-tex yeah so the gore and the rains uh only go to 40 because you can get the rain version to save 150 dollars it's waterproof sure. it's just not gore but yes. if, if you are lucky enough to fit down into the size oh you can get 39 in gore the only downside to CD I have found for women um, is that a lot of the times the ankles are too big and the heels are too loose because they're for men. So generally I have found that most women have skinnier heels and skinnier ankles 
um, just leaner legs and CD is not really the best brand for anybody with a really lean body type. Yeah, yeah well, let's let's not forget the reason why I think I, I threw in a couple extra boots, the mm -hmm. CD Discovery Reigns, are because I don't think that my calf is going to be big enough. The uh, mm -hmm. Adventure, not. Adventure has like the static, um, you know, I, what I would call like a static collar around the top, but uh, the um, Discovery Reigns have that kind of uh, flex, I don't know, elastic top that may be a little bit it could help but the reason yeah. it's big is for you to wear uh full knee guards if you're actually going to off-road ah. that's why the space is there especially on the adventure boots it's bigger because they assume you're doing some off-roading and you're wearing full knee guards it's not just that's why it's a dual but the the discovery will help the downside to the discovery versus the adventure is that you lose that beautiful torsion control all of that, in, really? Oh, yeah. In the yeah. Look, I mean, look oh. at look at the. If you look at the photo of the adventures, do you see that big pivot point above the CD? And not even that, but that even where it says CD is a nice shock absorbing heel cup, nice little extra reinforcement on the heel, and right above it, it looks like there's a little screw there. What's mm -hmm. there is the pivot point. What's really nice is it allows your feet to flex back and forth. You know, just imagine being on the bike and your knees bending a lot, mm -hmm. but it doesn't let your knees twist or your ankle twist. So it's going to be really hard to break your ankle or twist your ankle, just like in a race boot, a full road boot. And you can see like in the photo, the left boot, see how you can see the inside. It's fully reinforced there as well. Got so it. it's just a really, that's why they're so expensive. It's a hardcore full-on adventure boot because they copied the pivot point from the racing the crossfire and the charger and they put it on the boot but then they relaxed you know they made everything else make sense well, for someone those are the like two you other models as well i put the crossfire and the charger on those that are full off-road racing boots you don't want yeah. those you're not going to need those but if i were you fit wise i, I would have protection <laughs> i would i know it is but they're race boots they're not for street riding at all. They're not going to be very comfortable. They're, they're sure. These I won't be wearing these for street. These are right. going to be uh, all dirt, dirt and long distance travel. Yeah, you need so a dual sport might boot. Be a, that, no, that's dual sport boot. I would really wouldn't buy a race boot if I were you. If you were a customer, I would tell you not to buy a charger or a crossfire. It's not what you're doing. You're not going to want to wear them all day long doing that. Just because that's not what the riding that you're used to and that that's not the kind of rider you are, you're dual sporting. That's why the adventures are so great because they, they borrow the best parts of full race boots to give you the protection you need, but they don't limit your movement as much as a full race boot does and they relax the fit so you can, you know, do some nice touring and some off the bike walking and traveling. You know well, let's I mean? hope they fit. I think, well, here's, so here's another thing you can do too, is if you are going to wear a men's boot, what you can, what you can do, or if you just end up in a boot that's big, go get some insoles, go to, um, I love super feet, I have. right? So I, I myself and my CDs, cause my feet are so small, they're actually too big. I'm a 36 and 37 is the smallest. So I have two insoles in there. I have a super feet. I have the high volume green ones. And then I have another gel insole also. 
to give to get my foot higher to the top of the boot because the the um, instep space is huge and my feet are like swimming in there. Yeah, and they like the box. Yes, and they stretched out so much. They're basically too big. So two insoles. Um, you could even stack a cup few if you need to. I mean, the nice thing is you can add stuff to take up the space. But um, the other boot I would actually recommend for you is a toucan. And that's the Alpenstar's version of this boot. The toucan, actually Leslie has those. Leslie from, you know, Adventure Girls. Um, there's two. There's one on closeout right now, and then there's the new model. So the closeout one, I think sizes are really limited. Actually, there's a, yeah, that's not going to work for you either. That's nine men's left. But the toucan, if it goes down to like a six men's, I think. I'm trying to remember what in like not eight and a half, nine ladies is in men's. I want to say that's a six or seven in men's. Um, but I can find out. But the toucan is the equivalent, I think, in terms of protection to the adventure. Because it, mm-hmm. you know, it looks off-roady because it certainly has the soles and it has the cam buckle, big buckles, but the angles are reinforced, but it's not as restrictive like a full race boot. So again, it borrows pieces from their race line, which is basically the Tech 10. And Does that have torsion control too? Yeah, see that big black dial between the yeah. buckles? That's your... I just looked on the, in- the inside of the opposite one, looked a little... Well, that's where the CDs are better. They're just a little bit better than this. You're right, because I think the pivot point doesn't wrap all the way around the shoe. However, it is... No, I I think it does. I'm trying to remember, because we have this boot, and I just haven't looked at it lately, but I will double-check and take a look for you, but I want to say that that pivot point is on both sides, not just one side. But with the CD, it is on both sides. So you do get the full torsion control. And I want to say you do is on the Is that advanced TPU protection that you're talking about? That too, but... Uh, oh, you know what? You can see it in the video. It is on both sides. So okay. it's not just the TPU, but the TPU is connected to like this other piece that goes up past the top buckle, kind of. So they do reinforce it there again, to limit that side-to-side movement. So that's why I like these. The, now, the other thing that makes these, I think, better fit-wise is that Alpenstars tends to be a little bit nicer around the ankles, the heels, the toes, the calves, the legs. Calves may not, you may lose out no matter what. But I think the heel kind of area and like the Archie zone, it'll hug you more. Got it. Yeah, so those those two... Um, I think would be your better bet if you want the more protective options because really that discovery boot it has none of that it doesn't have any reinforcement around the ankle like this it doesn't have a pivot point it doesn't have the TPU it might have some soft inserts but it's not meant for full dual sport riding in this the way this boot does you know so there are some boots that are kind of in the middle like um, the what about the Armada? So the Armada is a little bit more touring because the Armada by CD, that top um, kind of...
kind of calf, how do I explain it? Basically the area that wraps around the calf, that Velcro, it actually comes off. You can hmm. see the pivot point um, on the ankle. You can act, there's a tool that comes in the box and you can take off that whole top part and then you have a, just a more relaxed street boot. But again, the same, I think that same issue of fitment, overall fitment is going to be the problem. But if you want more off-road protection, then the adventures, I think, are better. If you're going to do a little bit more off-roading or you just want a more off-road worthy boot, then you want the the adventure the armada i would say would be better for people who are like dual sporting 80 20 80 yeah. street 20 dirt but if you're really gonna you know get into some stuff i wouldn't recommend those now tcx is another one uh they have yeah. i just lack the contacts in the alpine stars and tcx world so i hear you but just to at least give you some boots to look at. Sure. Um, the TCX, there's one that's kind of in the middle. Like, there's a few boots out there where they at least add some inner and outer ankle um, padding or TPU. But they may not have a pivot point and full torsion control. But you can do something lighter like the X-Desert. X-Desert. By TCX. The nice thing about TCX also is the fit. Again, it's like Alpine Stars. I think it hugs you more around the foot. Except the footbed is wide. TCX is one of our wide friends, just like CD. Yeah, Carla, I think has a pair. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Track Evo could work. So that would be again in between. But I would, if I had to rank that them, that doesn't have the. T- uh torsion no. control thing? Oh, the no. On, the yeah. only two... Yeah, the, the only two that do are the Adventure and the Toucan. And Got if it. I had to rank it, Adventure's first, Toucan second, everyone else is third. Again, we're, we're talking about dual sport boots, not off-road racing boots, because that's a different person. And there are people who, who do travel in Crossfires and Chargers. They A lot of guys... I've met a lot of customers who do, but... I think when you're starting out or it's kind of your foray into the dual sport world, I, I don't think a full off-road race boot is, is the best way to go. You'll just won't be, it's just not going to work for, I think your riding lifestyle. You know what I mean? It's I'm out for protection. I want to be able to drop the bike on my ankle. Yeah. That's why those two, not have anything happen. that's why those two I think are the best ones to consider above all the others because they they give you the best of both worlds in terms of the protection and the performance. Um, and then the nice thing, you know, with CD is they have, I think, three-year warranty on those, the reins. But then, of course, you get a lifetime warranty on the Gore-Tex. Um, but, yeah, protection-wise, those two are the best without having to go to a full off-road boot. Um, so that would be my that would be my recommendation. Um, gotcha. Just depends, you know what you're looking for keep in mind too that those adventure boots even the toucans they're going to be very stiff at first and you're going to question whether you should have bought these Mm -hmm. and it's just it's one it's um, because the pivot point limits your side to side movement so it's a little weird but also they really do need some break in and they get really comfortable once you break them in but everybody 
um, has that issue. A lot of people, you know, at least people who are new to that boot or new to that style, people will complain and they're like, are these right? Is this, this feels really tight. And it's usually because it's their first time wearing a boot that um, restrictive, so to speak. But it's, to me, it's a nice, really nice middle point. But, uh, but yeah, I have, uh, I'm in the works of planning uh, a long trip. More, more details will be publicly shared mm-hmm. at a later date. Mm-hmm. That I can talk to you offline. But, um, yeah, I just want to upgrade the boot because obviously I've yeah. been using the CD um, Fusions for quite a while now. And they're not a dual sport boot at all, no. but they work well for everything that I've put them through. However, I'm going to put them through lots more and they're not, that's not the right boot. So I want to. Yeah. Since being here and riding in such crazy heat not that I didn't ride in crazy heat before I mean I'm used to riding in desert heat 100 degrees but I don't think I ever really appreciated the lightness of my jacket and I think because it has to be why I'm so comfortable in it in 100 degrees because it's not a mesh jacket and it's heavy but the fact that that the galactic is what I'm talking about the Revit galactic ladies jacket it's leather and textile so I get the benefit of breathability through the chest and back but it's white leather and I really think it's helped keep me cooler um, I think it's really helped make me more comfortable yeah I have to clean it every now and then certainly after a trip I gotta get the leather cleaner out and wipe all the bugs off because I want to you know, kind of keep it looking. I want to. I want it to last five, ten years. You know, I want it to last a while. I really like that jacket, but yeah. um, I really think the light colors they they help. They're not the end all be all. I mean, it's not like a guarantee, but it certainly I think has really helped um, maintain my comfort level. And of course, the icebreakers, which um, I wanted to mention, the icebreaker layers because it's been about a year, I think. Since we've had them, something just, like that, right? Like, just under, because I actually looked and thought, you know, I'm not even going to bother hassling them for the fact that my hand w- went through the top. Oh yeah, no, I've torn both my. Sh- I've to- I tore the two lightweight shirts, just a little one. I made a tiny little hole, and then yeah. the leggings. I made two little holes, and I found a hole in my knee, so I made a run. <sighs> On my knee, but for a year, I think, and you know, of abuse, you know, I've probably ridden in them like I don't know, eight thousand miles or something, under clothes, under casual clothes, under gear. I've worn them off the bike a lot to work, and they've actually held up pretty good given when I've put them through. But I need another pair, mm. so I'm considering trying out Smartwool brand instead. They're like the competitor or the one that everybody recommends next to Icebreaker. What's the other uh, something comfort? Smart Wool. It's just the company's called Smart No, no, no. Wool. Remember um, <clears throat> the one you recommended to oh. me, something comfort. LD Comfort. LD Comfort. Yes. And that's another one I think I'll look at again just to see if they have a lighter weight summer option because I've seen the heavier, I've seen their their layers. Nancy wears them. Tamala wears them. And I, I guess I just didn't like how heavy they are because it's like this dual layer thing. It's, it's just really different. Um, so I, I don't know. I, they're also expensive. Icebreakers having a sale. I don't know. I, I really? may, 
yeah right now they're having a sale mm. for another day i think 30 percent off a lot of stuff but not everything um but they're they're not having a sale on those leggings the 150 gram ultra weight ultralights you can get undies uh, tank tops shirts um the heavyweight pants socks a lot of stuff on sale actually but did you get their underwear no i want to though after uh, a couple rides where i just rode my plain cotton undies which i have in the past as i've worn just your straight very friendly cotton and for undies it has worked pretty well up until now and i got a little rash like i got a little um i don't know what you call it but it just like Monkey my bud. I, is that what it is? Because I had little welts on my skin, like it was red and on my thigh and it was like rubbing. And I actually think it's because I did these long rides on my stock seat without the sheepskin. Uh-huh. That's the only thing I can think of because when I, I know that when I had that seat, I never had this problem. Um, so there's something about, I don't know. So did you have a base is. layer and your pants? I had the icebreaker, my cotton huh. undergarment. Wow, and you still got that. Yeah, and I don't know. I, uh, I mean, I looked at all, I looked at a few different options in my drawer, and I did pick the one with the thickest seam, and it wasn't a flat seam either. So you want to be really careful that, oops, you want to be really careful that you wear flat seamed undergarments and base layers because the seams can just rub on you like they did me. So I picked another. For my last trip, I was very careful. I went through all my undergarments, and I thought, okay, I gotta pick the, the lightest cotton ones, and I gotta pick the ones with the thinnest seams, along the edges. And it helped, but um, I really want to try some, smart wool undergarments or something else, just something other than cotton. Um, because we all know cotton sucks as a base layer. I don't know how I've just yeah. gone away with it this long. So I may try. I haven't yet, but I, I think I really want to. Oh, they do have uh, the Bolt Hipster, which is a pair of uh, 150 <laughs> Ultralight. There you go. Yeah. 28 bucks for panties. I know. It's seeing they're expensive, but Susan swears by them. You know, our girl Susan. She loves yeah. them. Um, she says they're really great. And I'm sure they are. I just, until now, have not had, have not been in this kind of, discomfort and pain down there there <laughs> we go even better sprite hot pants 20 bucks them. hey so yeah i think i will have to grab something like that before my next long trip or long weekend because yeah. i don't not to mention to their happen. socks are probably pretty good too oh i'm sure i mean Those are I, also uh, on, so. I have smart wool socks and they're great but uh but me for riding i don't wear the smart wool socks or merino wool socks i wear right socks they're running socks and it's their dual layered running sock and i swear to god they are the best socks ever i'll send you a link to one they're cool. incredible i think i did a blog post on my uh um on my blog at some point because they're just they're awesome the there's something about the way they're constructed it's two layers of material and i don't know how it does it but the outer layer breathes and then the inside layer keeps your feet from like frictioning and rubbing and they're just incredible i always wear them when it's really hot hmm. yeah. i used to i still actually wear smart wool but they're thicker they're my hiking mm-hmm. socks 
And uh, so I yep. use them in the CDs because my feet are also too small for that, for the inside of that boot. Mm-hmm. And it seems like my feet might have gotten bigger. I don't know. Well, but, they do uh, swell at the now, end of the day. Now I feel like um, after, a, after a fair amount of riding that uh, that sock is too thick. So I'm going to start knocking the thickness of my wool socks down. So I think I should yeah. probably invest in a thin pair. And then definitely look at insoles to fill up your boots or make them more comfortable. Cause the insoles yeah, well, I have the, the $2.50 uh, solution to that mm. problem when I first got it. I had to consult Joanne. Please help me. These These boots are too big. Yeah get better ones i had to put no i had i had a really um futz with mine and an experiment i bought dr shoals from walgreens i bought like four different models because they have everything from the gel to the active to the work day you know for like construction working to you know um they have high heel ones they have so many and i've tried i think all of them until i finally found that the um it's the work ones so they're like, I'm pretty sure they're for people who are working on their feet all day, either construction work or, you know, whatever, retail, anything like They're not gel. They're, they're not gel. And they're, they were, I found them to be the better, um, the more comfortable option. But cool. I actually, um, for my CDs, the super feet have, have worked the best. They're expensive, but they last a really long time. These are like five years old. And I still wear them. Nice. So. But yeah, I do need some, I need to buy some gear to try out. I don't know. I still have a couple months left. Before I might fall. be busting out the Shampa. The warm yeah. weather. Wait, they have a hot weather layer? What? No, I, I might be busting out the Shampa for cold weather. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, Definitely. I, I mean, I will be once fall fall comes around. I'm sure I will be. But um, just trying to get as much riding time out of summer, you know? Okay, mm-hmm. so I want to know about this party. Can you tell us about this party that you went to? A friend of mine is now the PR manager for Triumph America. And Triumph Convenient. was a co-sponsor mm. for held during Comic-Con. And Playboy does a, a party every year. And so Playboy and A&E Entertainment and Triumph were co-sponsors, along with Heineken and Patron, actually. Although I don't remember seeing any Heineken. I just remember drinking tequila. So, mm-hmm. not so sure about that last part of the sponsorship. But he extended an invitation for me to come down. So I took uh, Sarah, my friend Sarah, with me. And did a nice little girls' trip down to San Diego. Got our face done and our... Oh, we kind of worked our way through our hair ourselves but uh nice little dress you know the whole nine um just because those opportunities don't come along for me very often and it's we uh caught a cab went to the party pretty much triumph was giving away three scramblers and the the kind of catch-all was that when the celebrities would come in and walk the red carpet they were given a key and they would walk to the end of the red carpet and stick the key in the scrambler and turn the ignition and see if the the lights came on. So that happened for, I, I want to say, the gal from their show, which is, uh, A&E was promoting one of their series, which was called The Bates Motel. I don't watch a lot of television, to be perfectly honest. Oh, yeah, it's based know. on Psycho. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it's a TV show based on Psycho. So, 
the gal that won it was uh, Vera Farmer guy, I think. Oh, she's really cool. I like her. Yeah, I think she rides. She's neat. I really? I certainly hope that they looked up to see if she rides, because that would be kind of like, what? Um, well, and if just... not, she'll learn very shortly, well. because the Scrambler's a nice bike. But uh, she was one of the winners. Nice. And Norman Reedus, is he on uh, Game of Thrones or something? I don't know. No, Norman is from Walking Dead. He's the oh, one. Oh, sorry. Wrong dead people no, movie. No, I just. I'm pretty sure that's that's Norman. Um, he he won one? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Norman. Walking Dead. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. And he rides a little Harley around um, in the past couple seasons. He's had a little chopper. That he rides when everybody's in the cars and stuff. He won a scrambler. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome! I should check. I follow him on Facebook. He's oh, he has a little black cat. He's an animal guy. He's awesome. <laughs> that's L- funny. Love him. Should have He's... told. Should have told Sam that. Sam also oh. has a cat, and Sam rides with his cat. His his cat rides. Oh no! Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know that Norman does that, but he always he posts <laughs> pictures of his cat every now and then, and it's the sweetest really? thing. It's so sweet. Oh, because it gets chicks. Well, that too, but no, he's just a soft guy. He's really sweet. He actually does some... He's really cool. I, I really like him. He does some really nice things for his fans, and he's just a really cool guy. Yeah, he seemed like a pretty nice guy. I was standing oh. at the end of the red carpet when he started the bike, and nice. I believe the last winner of the Triumph Scrambler was... Um, now I'm going to forget his name. Oh, he's married to a... Victoria's Secrets model. Aren't they all? all Oliver, no. Um, he was also the co-star in all the Johnny Depp pirate movies. Orlando? Yes, thank you. Orlando Sorry Bloom? Orlando Bloom. Oh he was God. the one that won the last one, I believe. So that was fun. Uh, got to see... God, why am I spacing on everyone's name? I just don't watch television. Got to see uh, Ron Perlman, and he is shorter than me. What? <laughs> wow. I knew, that's I knew some, that would make you go, what? That's some good uh, yeah. good movie. I mean, well, I mean... I'm 5'9-ish, and I wear 4-inch heels. But that doesn't make me 5'9 plus 4, as strange as that sounds. They're not platform. But I was taller than him. And I looked at him, and I I don't know him with respect to the the motorcycle show, Sons of Anarchy, but Uh I have seen Hellboy and some other shows that he's been on, and the way that they film him, apparently, he's like a monster, a beast of a man. I mean, he played beasts. They do. Beauty I mean, and the Beast, for example, too. I know that they do that for Sylvester, for Arnold, for Bruce, for all sure. the yeah, everyone. Or for even Kiefer Sutherland, because he is shorter than me without heels. Nice. And he definitely doesn't carry that presence on so, screen. So with this... Ron Perlman, it was super crazy for me to look at this guy and go, "Whoa, <laughs> I'm bigger than you. That's that's nuts. I'm was bigger this, than Hellboy." Was this a private party? Um, to like, some extent it was. It seemed like there was three lines. I haven't seen any posts at all on Twitter oh. from anybody about this party. Is there it... were, uh, celebrities. There were the sponsor lines, which is what we were in. And there were, there was a line that was either someone's list, you know, in the area, someone managing a list maybe, or filler material. 
So it was almost mildly disappointing to see just random people walking around. I thought I had some level of exclusivity going on, and I think that they were trying to fill the party out with a couple more people. I don't know. But uh, it was a really neat party. Um, plenty, of, plenty of good times to be had, plenty of food, plenty of uh, drinks flowing. I had quite a few shots of Patron, and, uh, but not enough to not feel my feet because after walking around and standing around for a good couple hours without sitting down, I can tell you those shoes, not comfortable. There aren't very many that are. Well, I can tell you that uh, eight hours of the motorcycle show was more comfortable than, say, four hours of patent leather four-inch heels at a party. Well, anything's better Maybe than heels. Maybe it's because you're walking. You're moving around more. I think it's the standstill part in heels that just kills me. That too. It's also concrete. Like I'm working on concrete all day long. There aren't. We don't have carpet. True. It's always concrete, and it sucks. So I have yeah. to find even. I have to find more amazing shoes because I have absolutely no padding. So I found that yeah. at least when I had a mix, it was better. But now I'm like, I bought those awesome Subos, and they're great for six hours on concrete but I can't push them like five hours is my limit and then it, after that it starts to kill me I'm trying to find some more comfortable working shoes yeah Evan mm. I need to go shopping again yeah so I uh constantly <laughs> so I looked on Norman's page and I didn't see anything him posting about that so is it like okay to like is that is this is a part it was a pub I mean it was a party where everybody saw everybody it's not like it was a secret oh, yeah no I don't think so maybe he's just been so busy the but, um, but I want to post the on this sad page. thing was that there was a hashtag for the party actually. Oh, um, oh. oh. I'm gonna have to remember what it is though. Here I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can. I'm not much of a. I kind of hashtag for the hell of it, just to be sassy and make fun of hashtags. I don't really actually use hashtags unless I'm on a press launch. But um, I think we should tweet Norman and see if he tweets back. <laughs> I'm totally Go gonna do it. it. Hey Norman, how are you enjoying the scrambler? When do you get to take it home? Yeah, or have you taken it for a spin yet? I don't know. His like nickname for himself is Big Bald Head. I don't understand. Hmm. I don't. I don't He's understand. He's not bald. Not last night or, no. or Friday night. I, mean. I don't under. That's why I don't understand. Like what? Why his name is that? But anyway, that's so. This was last night. No, Friday night. Friday night. You know, he was at Comic Con. No wonder he was there. Oh, duh. That's why he was able to go to this party because Comic Con was in San Diego. Exactly. So that, the Comic-Con, the reason that party exists is because Playboy throws a party during like, Comic-Con every uh, year. And so A&E was promoting their show. Everybody else was down there. Okay, wait, it makes me, for good let me, times. Let me check his older tweets and see if he... And uh, so Sarah and I walked to the red carpet and we're getting our picture taken. And Isaiah Washington from uh, Grey's Anatomy fame walks and photobombs our picture nice so i posted that on my instagram and and if no one is familiar with who isaiah washington is he was quite controversial in Grey's anatomy and i think this is like i don't know the first season because honestly i think i might have watched the first season and then that's it but he was such a jerk on that show that they fired him he said some things yeah the the rumor is because he said some really awful things about um, oh, it was about the other actor. Yes, yeah. about the, his gay co-star, and then so they wrote him out. But he came back and made an appearance in the fin- season finale, last season. 
Yeah, I knew he popped back on briefly, but apparently nothing's changed because he's still kind of a jerk because he walked in front of our picture. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and he did not win a motorcycle. Yeah, he doesn't deserve to win a motorcycle. Mm-mm. I would have taken it from him. <laughs> did you get a key to try too? No. Wish mm. I did. Totally oh, thought I was. Oh, it was for totally the celebrity. Those keys were going to be going to more than celebrities, but oh. disappointed to know I did not go home with the scrambler. Although I might get to ride one, so my fingers fingers are crossed for that. Here, I'm going to tweet him right now. Let's see what he says. Let's see if he writes back. I'm going to do the triumph. In a, in a couple of months, we might have a lot to talk about. I see. Can you elaborate on that? No. Well, my my extended trip that I'm planning. Ah, oh, got it. Be on a, a multitude of motorcycles in a perfect world. And uh, different gear, different climate. That's about all I'll... That's about all I'll share to the masses at the moment. But, uh, yeah, look forward to some, some ADV goddess coming back after a seven-year absence. Maybe next year I'm going to have to do that. Is sacrifice all my vacation just to go riding. Because this year there's none left. Between this and going home for Christmas, I got nothing. So. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot of anything either. I probably have about two weeks. So I'm going to do. That's all I have. Half paid and half unpaid. But I feel really bad. Like There's no option for unpaid for me. But I just feel bad not going home for Christmas. So, yeah. there goes time. There goes pretty much any additional riding time. I really want some more time to do some extended riding this summer, and I don't think it's going to happen. So I think I'm just going to have to bank it all. I think next next year it's going to be all riding or vacation here. We'll see. All right, I'm sweating to death. I think... um. <laughs> stupid closet uh -oh. i think we're wrapping up 40 joanne is of back in the closet again that's the only place to record in dare this i say giant box um, i can't even we can't even hear each other because the ceilings are so tall if we're not facing each other I, we can't hear what the other person's saying because the room's so echoey this room is it that could be good no that could be it's good. not good what did you just say to me <laughs> it's, not, it's not good when and you just make it up because they didn't hear anything. It's no, great. half the time we're yelling at each other because like, well, didn't you just hear what I said? No. Like, are you not <laughs> listening? No, I didn't actually hear it, physically speaking. I didn't hear it. I used to say that all the time, too. But <laughs> sadly, it is the truth here. But um, uh, so next week, it's another normal week. At least for me, it's a normal week. I'm, I'm always here. I'm not going to be going away again until September. 27th although i do hope to plan some overnighters over the next month to do some riding at least as much as i can do in a overnight in a one night anyway we'll see yeah but you know until then we'll um certainly come back to you next week as always find us on motorific.com you can submit any questions you have there or post on facebook.com slash motorific podcast hold on one second let me interrupt you okay. i just wanted to throw a quick shout out to janelle fison who is listening to us for the first time um oh. well at least not this episode the first time but oh. a first time listener that just joined us she is in australia 
Oh. She has been listening to all of our podcasts and found us a couple weeks ago, and she's new to riding at the age of 46, and she's on a 250cc Suzuki, and uh, her teacher is the one who recommended it because she said it is a great way to build uh, solid skills first, and then later on she can move on to a bigger bike, and I said, I love your teacher already, so I just wanted to quickly hop in and say thanks for listening, and... Uh, she did send me something about um, a sign that said watch out for kangaroo in <laughs> reference to my deer incident. Nice. So I can't imagine what that would be like, hitting a kangaroo full on instead of a deer. But uh, uh, I'm <laughs> sure it's not any better. Thank you for listening to us on episode 49. Next week will be 50, and we appreciate all that uh, you guys do for us. Send us any questions, comments, etc. to our website at motorific.com or our uh, site on Facebook, uh, the motorific podcast and tune in next week. Thank you. Thank you.